There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Larry loves everybody. (laughs) Saw the shirts yesterday. There was a lot of them, too. A lot of them. Kara hates the POC. Kobe needs dad dad to get us some weed. It wasn't Sue a bitch, too? Oh, and Sue's a bitch on Tuesdays, yeah. not today. Sue's oh, a okay. bitch Tuesday. So we'll get that back out tomorrow. Don't jump the gun on Sue being sorry, a bitch. Sorry, It's Monday. She's, she hasn't ramped up to that yet. <laughs> I'm just getting it all out of the way. As true as the time, a few facts that go along with that. Uh, and uh, it's time now for the Brady Report. We are going to do a Guadalupe Squares today because we've, we've been lax the last two weeks thanks to uh, Easter Keg two weeks ago and then Daryl Hammond's incredibly odd meltdown here on the show Friday that was that made for some of the most intriguing yet uncomfortable interview it was well Brady was so nervous that I went back and listened to one of the one of the questions you asked him and it was just you you were wildly uncomfortable it was great you answered your own question twice asking it and I started those are the best questions are they I'm not so sure because then the the subject's done but it was that you were trying to make him happy and it was beautiful and I didn't help you at all because the next thing out well, of my mouth. Well, what was mouth, funny is because you call uh, up and like, oh, yeah, are you working on it? No. No. He was done with me. And I even said to him at one point, you're not going to play with me, are you? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then he got okay. He did. But it was it was awkward and I loved it. Louis Moses from uh, formerly of Moses, uh, the, what did he used to call that? Moses Inc.? I don't remember. Moses the, Inc. Yeah, that was what it was. He's left there since. He got rid of it, so I forgot the name of it. He called after and he goes, riveting. Missed 15 minutes of a of a of interview I was supposed to have this morning just to listen to the end of that. And he goes, it's just riveting. I had no idea what was going to happen next. It was awkward, that's for sure. Should have been in here. Could taste it. Uh, anyway, so we got to go out to Lupe Squares. Mo will be here at like 8.30. And she'll be the uh, earliest person to arrive for a morning show in KDKB history. I should probably just leave then. After but, by getting right. here today. Yeah, she can just leave right, right after yeah. her show's done. Uh, the Brady Report is brought to you by our friends at Hooters and Bud Light. Head to Hooters all week for your son's playoff games. There's going to be two more, at least. Uh, during all Suns games, you can always get amazing drink specials at all the Hooters. You could have watched the fight with Tyson Fury and Dylan White on uh, Saturday. 
I got a cool win on that one. I had Tyson uh, in a six-round knockout, and at 259 in the sixth round, they knock out. One second left. Wow. And I got the win. It was huge, too. It was a nice one. Uh, so I got that, and Tyson, the, you were just feeling it like, I think it's going to be six rounds. I had round. fourth round for, uh, for Fury to, to knock him down. Uh, the other bet I had was Tyson gets dropped twice and still wins the fight. Because I could see a clump, like Dylan White's a hooker. He throws hooks. And Tyson's smart enough not to hook with a hooker. But you can get caught by one and knocked off balance or knocked out. I didn't think he'd knock him out, but I think he'd actually, Tyson's defense is so good. But I think he'd maybe bump him and knock him over a couple of times. He didn't. So I had that one. I had a fourth round win for Fury. And then I had a six-round knockout for Fury, and he got him, TKO. And then after uh, Brady, and you could have watched that fight at Hooters for nothing. It was at 2.30 in the afternoon because it was 94,000 people in Wembley Stadium. Crazy. It was crazy. Uh, And then at the end, there's this little boy in the ring with Tyson Fury. And, uh, you know, Tyson's doing the, eat your veg, talk to the big man upstairs. We have a powerful, hard puncher. And I'm laughing because this kid's got arms down to his elbows, and then they split like little crab arms. Yeah. He's got prosthetic legs, no arms, no legs, just a little torso, and he's wobbling around in the ring, and Joe Tessitore called the fights, and that young man right there, Tyson Fury met him yesterday, and we don't have the details of it, but the Fury camp told us that Tyson uh, handed him and his family a gift that will forever financially change their lives. And I'm looking at this little kid with no arms and no legs, and I actually said to the TV, lucky... Which has never happened in that kid's life before. But that you got to think about, like the they got he got. I'm I'm assuming financial freedom from Tyson Fury because he had no arms and legs. So without that gift, he's just a working stiff. They got a bucket full of quid. Yeah, you make you millionaires. I don't have much, but it's for you. And he hands it over, and the kid takes it with his claw hands. And never has to work a day in his life, which is a good thing. But would you trade it all in? Would you lob off your legs from the knees down and your arms from the elbows down to never have for to do For a bucket it? of quid? For, for, that's right, a bucket of quid, Brady. We'll make it as, as uh, almost racist as possible towards British people. <laughs> I don't know how you're doing it. Yes, for money. A bucket of quid. I would. You wouldn't? No, You'd rather I'm work? Not. Well, I think I'd take it off. Uh, like start the song. You take it off, Brett? No, I wouldn't. Just all the money in the world. Right, that's fine by me. I'm not doing much with these arms and legs anyway. All I do is walk here. I walk up the stairs to work. You're getting better. Let's get but, rid of that. You know, yeah. Almost came close to really having to use him last night. What? When TV's Doug Hopkins challenged you to a Oh, he a wanted race. a foot race. He does that everywhere. You get yeah. three or four pops in TV's Doug Hopkins and he starts It turns into competition. Games. And then and then his buddy Kevin, who's like his like the worst hype man in the world. Doug's faster than he looks. I'm like he'd have to be. He looks like a bolter. <laughs> what is he flavor flavor? <laughs> yeah, he has kind of yeah, boys. <laughs> Hey, uh, pimp Don Juan, we'll quiet give him down. A necklace clock. <laughs> Hopkins is <laughs> Hopkins is faster than he looks because he looks like a snail. Of course he's faster than he looks. If he's bipedal at all, he's faster than he looks. But he always – and then he's challenged me for money that he could beat me in a foot race if he was running backwards. And I'm like, this is – I'm not even going to take your money, Doug. That's silly. And Kevin even stopped him goes, that's too far. His hype man goes, that's that enough. One. you got to stop. Yeah, Hopkins running backwards. I, I'll skip faster than he runs that way. One night in the H&H Ranch, he looks at me drunk and he goes, 1000 bucks says I can do 40 push-ups right now. And I'm like, I'm not – 
you're not going to do that. And I said, but there's money on the line, so Doug gets superhuman strength. He's he, not doing. He did agree with you that you saved him a thousand. I saved him. He's not doing forty push-ups. If he got to twenty, I'd be blown away. Without his, without laying down or dying, he'll take twenty. Could be. Yeah, TV Stuck Hopkins gets a couple, of, couple of pops in him, and you can race him for cash. <laughs> guarantee. It's a guarantee. He guarantees that, and he will pay that one. That five thousand dollar guarantee in business. The dude knows his stuff. When it comes to his foot speed, I think he might be jumping a little bit. Of course, right now I run like a baby chasing a balloon because my surgeries still aren't quite up to snuff. I'm pretty funny to him. Mama. You, you run to run, yeah. Megan's arms? I sometimes That's I'm like, a good boy. Mama. <laughs> if I'm running, it looks like I'm struggling. My arms are out in front of me. I don't trust anything right now. I'm getting better, but I can jog. I can't sprint yet. It looks hilarious. But anyway, but yeah, I've never said that to No arms, no legs. Ah, oh, lucky. I'm like, oh, that was wrong, John. Crab boy's so yeah. lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Crab boy got it all. So 12 years and then you just had to struggle to learn how to use your prosthetics and then you got handed millions of pounds. Lucky. And you're in the ring. And you're in the ring with the heavyweight legend, Tyson Fury. <laughs> Lucky. Anyway, uh, it's time now for you to do this. Brady Report. Good Monday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Lingerie Day. Ooh. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Okay. A couple of baseless fun facts. Vermont is the only state in the country that has never sent a woman to Congress. Great job, Vermont. You know, you don't hear, moving there now. don't hear a lot of people complaining about what's wrong with Vermont. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty sound state. Eproctophilia is Ooh. a sexual fetish. We are incredibly... Incredibly turned on by foul body odors, Ew. especially flatulence. Oh, oh man. What was wrong with people? So wrong. Farts get you going. Blumpkin girl. Uh, according to this baseless fun fact, I wouldn't use uh, astronauts to cook your food. According to astronauts, space smells like bacon, burnt almond cookies, or rotten eggs. It's quite a difference. And I what always- are you getting there, Ted? <laughs> I always Bacon. say they don't know that to be true because in order to smell space, you have to have your head in it and take a breath in and you'll die. So you can't smell space. Unless it, uh, they're saying inside the capsule. Then that that's it, the capsule. I know. Because we're in space right now. So technically we're smelling space. We just have an atmosphere covering up what space space. Maybe space like. dust gets in there and. Was it just dust floating around like that? You just go scoop yeah. it up and then smell it when you get in? No. It just gets in. No one knows what space smells like because then that's what space dust smells like. High heels were originally worn by men when they were created in the 1600s as a way to show status and power. Yeah. Sexy. Bringing it back, too. Prince Harry, did it. Harry Styles. He's doing it now, and it's working. A new poll found 27% of Americans believe that they'd vote for someone who was deeply into astrology. How many percent? 27%. Thank God. That's got to be dropping, too. It is. Astrology hopefully will be dead and gone by the time I'm, I'm like, 70. Like, I just, I want 20, 25 more years of astrology being something, like, that's taken a little bit seriously. I think it's become a novelty. You're not. You don't buy it. No. And Medea's not. No, not at all. Our boy Chris is. He's always on about, oh, she's is a he really? Oh, yeah. He talks about that stuff all the time. I'm like, that's silly. Stop it. You're a man. 
It's like, <laughs> stop it. Well, the same guy was raving about the new Scorpions. That's too, true. So, you know, <laughs> well, they, take you that don't trust him at all. Assault. I can, I can give him the Scorpions. <laughs> take away the whole thing about being a Gemini. Oh, it's a total Gemini move. And I'm like, don't do that. We're men. Wow, I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, Chris loves that. Oh, I don't trust uh, anybody that much when they're seven percent. Seven percent in the poll said they would definitely vote for someone if they were heavy and a strong fat, like oh. a candidate. I like his approach. The fat there. thing is ninety-five percent. I'd vote for a fat. I'm not going to vote for some fat astrologer. Yeah, astrology is it's, it's 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 somebody who believes in wishes more than actual attempts at uh, like. I guess ambition is better than wishing. But did you ever date a girl that was into that? Like back in the day, like, oh, so you're a Leo. Well, that's typical. Oh, Oh, that's why we're not connecting. And depending on how hot she was, I tolerated it. Yeah. You started in with that. (laughs) Well, I'm a, I'm a Virgo and you're worst meant to be. I'm like, all right. The birthday moon is rising and this. Shut up. Mercury rising and the thing. I'm like, shut, shut your mouth. So everybody born. July 26, 1972, you're completely compatible with across the board because that's how it would have to work, dummy. No, that's not. You are making excuses because it basically means everybody born the exact same day as me has the same signs I have, all of them. Well, it depends on where you're born in the world. Well, then you're an idiot because then nothing, then nothing is concrete. I've got some tech news. Oh, boy. You ready for that? He just sat down. What are you hitting him with this for? Man. I, th- I thought he was gearing up. He looked like he was <laughs> plugging he in. and down. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Tick-Tick-Tick-Tick. The New York Post did a story on tech things you should set up now to protect your digital legacy. I have one? A legacy contract it. on your Apple account. Everything you've texted is part of your legacy. Oh, that. I thought you meant like, oh, man, my like Hall of Fame stuff. Michael, like, I'm not getting into the HOF. Oh, my God. Apple added that. a feature last year that lets other people access everything in your Apple account if you die. Okay. Including photos, messages, and notes. Just go to password and security in your iPhone settings. Okay. Your memorialization settings on Facebook. None they let you name a legacy contact who can write posts for you. When you're dead. Update your profile pic. Copy everything you've posted. So now everybody wants to live forever. Your Facebook is in perpetuity. Automatically wipe your Google history. This one's for stuff you might not want the loved ones to see. In your Google accounts, web and app activity settings there's an option to auto-delete stuff every three months. What does your shirt say? Aloha, Mr. Hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Mr. Hand was in a roll. I didn't know that. There was a word in there. <laughs> it was. I couldn't. So just no, a, it's not Aloha, it's Aloha full, Hand, full I saw. I'm like, what the? I see. It's a Spicoli. That's your tech-tech-tech-tech. Sorry. It's a Spicoli shirt. My apologies. Uh, Westminster College in Salt Lake City is in the news right now because they're offering a course, Pornographic Studies, this semester. What school? Westminster College in Salt Lake City. I could be a professor. (laughs) Teach teach those Mormons. The course description claims hardcore pornography is as American as apple pie. In Salt Lake City. More popular than Sunday night football. Very true. It says people who take the class will watch pornographic films together, then discuss the sexualization of race, class, and gender as art form. 
Because it is. What have I been saying for the last 20 years on this show? You owe public schools, roads, lights, signs, all sorts of stuff to the world of pornography. The hidden beast that is a massive juggernaut of tax dollars. A billion, billion dollar industry since we were uh, in the 90s. It has driven all technology from the uh, early 70s. Even before that, there's an argument that says that porn drove the printing press, which is the most important invention in the history of modern man. And they say if it wasn't for uh, needing more naked drawings of people, there wouldn't have been a printing press as fast. It's all porn-based. Of course, some people want them to cut the course. The college won't back down. They say it's a valid topic. There's even a whole academic journal called Porn Studies. At least 14 students, all over 18, have signed up for the class so far. Every video you watch on your phone, tip your cap to porn, because it wouldn't be nearly as good if it wasn't for our desire as a society to masturbate to these little phones. And that's why it advanced so fast. Think about it. In the last 20 years, you went from pixelized pictures that were taking forever every 15 minutes to upload to high-definition quality in a thin wafer of a phone. And it's because we cannot get enough of looking at other people's cans. Oculus, that wasn't invented so you could work out in space. We know what the real meaning for it was, and I use it for that, like everybody else who To summit Mount Everest. Right, yeah, to go on a hot air balloon ride. (laughs) Okay. Only if there's porn in the hot air balloon. And I, and I say that not to be uh, contrarian to people. I say it's because it's a reality that everybody wants to deny and argue, and it is a fact. Your TV is better from porn. VCRs and beta machines were invented because of the uh, home movie sex market that was kind of a burgeoning thing. And we're like, how do we get this into people's houses? All of it has it been advanced by. That's a great class. I'm surprised it's in Utah. I figure it would be at UNLV or something. I've got some pee-pee, poo-poo news. Ray doesn't like talking about this. <laughs> it's true. All right, go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your pee-pee, poo-poo uh, news. Uh, they surveyed people about having a urinal in their house. And uh, it comes out that it's starting to be more and more popular. Even Home Depot is starting to sell the uh, urinals. But... Um, right now, 82% say no, but it's gone up. 8% said yes. It used to, It's doubled, basically, in the last couple of years. I looked at a house. It's expensive. It had urinal in it, uh, yeah. a urinal next really? to the toilet. Yeah, it was, and I'm like, ooh, this is good. And the guy who owned the house was still there, and he goes, best thing I ever did. I'm like, I can imagine that's pretty great. And he did tell me the problem is, for some reason, when it backs up, it's hard to stop. Why would it be? Because there's really no tank on it to stop it. Oh. You know? I mean, you got to turn the water off and stuff. But the thing, if you don't catch it, and then you're like, what happened here? It always seems like eventually something happens to it. It all happened in high school. Places that you were. Yeah. 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 The old KUPD. We'd walk into that that river of blood. I still would like that, but it does. It is weird, isn't it? Like, for some reason, it's not kosher. But women should be pushing for it. Then you don't have to worry about that toilet seat anymore. But you guys just seem to think only goes one direction. Why don't you ever put it down? Why don't you just put it up when you're done with it? How come it's my responsibility? I love the, I almost fell in it in the middle right. of the night. Well, yeah. should have turned the light on. You what should have made it, though? Should have eyeballed the toilet better, <laughs> sister. What's going on here? 
Yeah, I don't understand the whole... You can't feel with your shin? Yeah. <laughs> if I can put it up, you can put it down. It's not that difficult, and it's not my responsibility to keep you from dropping your ass into toilet water. That's That should be a personal responsibility issue. I guess someone rode the Iron Wazi roller coaster at Bush Gardens last Thursday and pooped her pants. Okay. They have a photo which shows oh, the ride operators oh, cleaning up no. the mess. We'll have to take their word for it because... Was it Amber Heard? Didn't show the person. <laughs> no. It just showed them with gloves on and uh, using several different chemical sprays. Yeah. Supposed to be a good roller coaster. Thank yeah. God there's no pictures. That's your pee-pee poo-poo news. Oh, they have a bag. No. Huh. Oh. oh, yeah. That's enough. Classy, classy segment, Brady. <laughs> As always. Yeah, always. Always the pee-pee poo-poo news. You just hope it didn't roost your tail up over the small bench, the low-profile bench on the roller coaster, because it looks like a it was a it old like style. An older, older one. No. <laughs> Let's get to some wild world. Jeez, oh, you're all over it today. All right. Man. Hold on a second. Whoops, wrong thing. Ah, uh, and go. Hello, my friends. I'm Brady Bogan, and this is your Wild Wild World. In a new survey, 32% of Americans say they want scientists to attempt to bring back extinct animals. Idiots. Have they seen Jurassic Park? It yeah. never goes well. Here are your three favorites. Dinosaurs. 12% want triceratops. Uh, 11% want pterodactyls. Tyrannosaurus rex. You yep, want T-Rex. 10% want T-Rex. Great idea. <laughs> Just one, right? Where are you going to contain him? Wherever. But at like first, the server was like, you know, some... Because they talked about now they have the uh, ability oh. to bring back the dodo bird, yeah. passenger pigeon, I'd be woolly mammoth, going to white rhinoceros. Yeah. For once. To go see the T-Rex? If it was in Biodome. You're going to... Okay. Spielberg told you what happens. If it was in Biodome. Yeah. Huh? Oh, only if it eats that idiot Polly Shore while it's down <laughs> Oh, no, that's too. still not going on, Brett. That, was, that, wasn't a, that, was, that was a movie. Was that, was, that wasn't real. He's not down there with Andy Dick. <laughs> Polly, why don't we ever leave here? Okay, buddy. We've got T-Rex now. I don't think uh, – uh, yeah, that's just – people are stupid. And I like that it's only 10%. Like, yeah. Do it and then slaughter it on TV. Like make sure I know it's dead. But you think the Russians, if we could figure out how to build T-Rexes, wouldn't do it? Yeah. Like bad, like terrorists would have a T-Rex farm. But you see what happens well, when I guess you try you to bring them, them over by boat or right. whatever. It's Let's just, just drop them on stuff. Like put them out in the woods in Flagstaff and then they just kind of grow up. I don't know how fast they grow. I'm assuming pretty damn fast. And next thing you know, there's a T-Rex wandering around at NAU. And you're like, who did this? Goddamn Al-Qaeda. You know that, that, that somebody would use it for horrible things. Because you can't just have a T-Rex and not expect the worst. Oh, he's fine. He's tame. Why is he in a muzzle? I think he's going to break that. A jockey in New Zealand is in trouble after she and her racehorse both tested positive for meth. Oh, right. Rochelle Lockett. They did it together? 50 years old. She's the jockey. And a horse that she helped train named uh, B-Flexi. Won a race back in January, but then tested positive for the drug. Rochelle had <laughs> had to give her hair and urine samples, and she tested positive, too. It's not clear how the horse got meth in its system, but Rochelle eventually admitted she'd done some. I'm guessing breathing all the meth that the jockey was doing in the stables. 
Yeah. New Zealand's <laughs> Racing Integrity Board just banned Rochelle for three years. She could reinstate if she tests negative for 18 months. What about her tweaker horse? <laughs> banned too? The horse also got banned. <laughs> come on, Which man. seems unfair. Bro, come yeah. on. Bro, it was my fault, man. It was somebody else's stash. <laughs> <laughs> that means it wants more meth. Evidently not the first time a racehorse has been methed up. Huh? One named I'm Not Ticklish tested positive for meth back in 2014. At least two other horses in New Zealand failed meth tests oh, last been, year. It's been, increasing. They've been zapping horses with stimulants for a long time. Yeah. But meth, is a, that's a bridge too far. And I don't know why the jockey needs it. <laughs> you just basically have to ride it. Get to be at one with your horse, well, John. Speaking well, of horse racing. Good for racing, the horse is good for the game. I, I, rode, I rode the bike yesterday, <laughs> and something bit my leg while I was riding. got in my shorts. I'm riding along, and I got stung on the inner thigh or bit. I don't know what it was. And uh, it hurt a lot. And then I'm like, ah. And I pulled a like a stick out, like something was in there. And then uh, I got bit on the ass. So I'm riding down 22nd Street, smacking my own ass because there's something in my You're pants. You're coaxing? You coaxing? You know, like, oh, you went to the whip. Leave. I went to the whip early. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Flying down a 22nd Street hill. <laughs> Troy and Michael honking Smack the horn while they're riding by. get him, chief! <laughs> little Willie Shoemaker there. But it was hilarious because I, I, you couldn't help it. I needed to kill this thing in my pants. It was biting the hell out of me. <laughs> this family that has a house in South Lake Tahoe was in there sleeping, and they started hearing a little extra snoring going around. Like There's too many people snoring. <laughs> five bears under the deck of their house had been hibernating. It was a mom with four cubs. Whoa. So they're in there early enough that they're still hibernating. So they had to come in. Uh, the wildlife uh, officer came in, and they wake the bear up, mm-hmm. which they're kind of grumpy because it's an early. Yeah. Right. And um, – they, it's a good bear description, by the way. Usually the word grumpy comes to mind f- first. Yeah. Very gold, yeah. Goldilocks. Yeah. Uh, Michael and Troy had to, uh, five bears sleeping under their house once, but it was different. They they're it. able to uh, – the mom would wake up. She came out from the uh, underneath the home and then brought the other four cubs later, and they, they relocate and go back to sleep. So, but, yeah, but they relocate or we relocate? The, the, no, the bear does the mom because once they're – basically taken out of their slumber right where they're at they they have to find another place no kidding so all you do is wake them yeah huh i thought they would just look at you and go back to sleep usually if they're woken up it's because of there's a territory problem like a male might stumble upon them and got it then we have another black bear that was saved from drowning this happened in florida uh the 375 pound bear Black bear. I know. Was uh, <laughs> we got <laughs> roaming the residential neighborhood, and then it went into the water. They hit it with a trank dart, right? And it goes into the water, starts kind of going out. Yeah. The guy jumps in the water, saves it, grabs a bear, drags him to shore. But the bear didn't really panic. He kind of did the lifesaver, uh, put you the arm around the head and and one leg. <laughs> Got him to swim out. It, it scratched his foot, and the biggest injuries came from uh, walking on the barnacle oh, beach. Yeah. Cut his feet. Because he had bare feet. So I'll say what Brett's thinking. Even black bears don't like swimming? <laughs> it's true. I didn't say well, <laughs> I just said what you were swim. thinking. I just said it for you. They're actually pretty good swimmers. Okay. It's just not tranked up. Oh, yeah. You don't, really, oh, yeah, you don't want to go into yeah. the water. 
<laughs> so it isn't across the board. The other thing uh, that's happening in uh, Florida, it's uh, mating season for the gators. So the big males are coming out, and they're just walking through the neighborhood. Now, there's videos <laughs> of a 10-footer. Oh my there's God. two 10-footers that are just walking across the driveway, and he just stops in just the middle of the driveway. Move. He's tired. They're, they basically float around from pond to pond looking That's, for that look, nookie. Those things are the last connection we have back to the dinosaurs. Let's just leave there it you there. Go. Just, There's yeah, your go look at that. Go, stand it up on its back or whatever. Look at that. It's the, you don't want bigger ones of those floating around. And another thing on gators, I don't know if you saw this or not. They're at a boat dock in Florida. It's on video, but this uh, it looks like a spaniel. Is peeping in the water, oh. and this gator comes up and comes out of the water and gets snags him. the dog. Dog gets away. The gator released right yeah. when it got him in the water. The one guy was working on his boat. Yeah, it's a nice little marina area, but yeah. amazing how far Whoa. that gator came out of the water. You know, three or four feet, and the dog just kind of paddled back. And uh, another reason not to live. In I just don't get it. I was watching a little of the golf tournament yesterday. In New Orleans, and they're like, this is a beautiful hole. It's done great. And they've got it in the said, but uh, that water is just full of gators. <laughs> like the announcers were afraid of the course. I'm like, this isn't fun. I don't want any of that. I don't want killer animals to be that close to cities. That's your wild, wild world. Finally, speaking of golf, this uh, family has a house um, near a golf course, Indian Pond Country Club. It's in... Uh, the Boston area, and they're getting barraged by golf balls. They've collected 700 golf balls. On the course? In their backyard, their house, broken windows. So they sued the golf course because they could change it, um, you know, a little bit, but they haven't. Like It's been there for a while. Was the course there before the house? That I don't know. They bought the house in 2017. They had to know the golf course was there. Fell in love with it before golfing season. <laughs> so they didn't know yeah, they were right what there. What they're in for, but and how much traffic. So evidently they put enough into it and contacted the uh, yeah. country club and said, there's a way you could prevent this. There's a way they could prevent this. Put up the, one of those giant nets. You're right, but the court awarded them. Uh, idiot award. $4.9 million. Nice as this house. My they grandparents got, lived on a golf course, and they had the big netting in there. Yeah, they, they, they got, got hit. three point. They got three and a half million for alleged yeah. emotional distress. Oh, stop it! And then the four emotional. point another one point four was tacked on for interest. Over if the you're years. dumb enough to live on a fairway, yep. I mean, even I mean, bad enough that you could live close. The only place to live on a golf course is the tee box. If you live at the green or at uh, in the fairway, you're a moron. And they look at this picture of the two of them, sad with this bucket of golf balls. I'm like, you knew what you got when you bought a house on a golf course. But I'd take the four nine though, five million bucks to be peppered. Because, well, look, they're right on the fairway. Yeah, the country club has since fixed the course's fifteenth tee. That's put up a net. But they're just so aesthetically unpleasing. Just put up another move. Let's get to some radio videos. We got um. What's the first one. How about let's go with the girl in the bikini. All right. Take it. That, that bothers me. Uh, that's that's like buying a boat and then complaining that there's you're wet all the time. 
and suing the boat manufacturers. Like, well, you bought a boat. You're in the water, right? Yeah, but we don't like how, how much water this thing splashes on us. It sounds like there was something that they could have fixed on the 15th. You still bought the house. I know, you, but I see the golf course. No, I'm with you. I'm yeah. surprised that I don't know what happened there. Idiots. Because you and I have been on golf courses where we're like, this dude's house is in harm's way. This oh, is the yeah. worst possible house the, in the, the one, place. The wall is just full just, of yeah, pockmarks. It looks like uh, like Vietnam. It's just, it's uh, people are so dumb. Got to hand it to them, though, getting $5 million out of nothing. Again, that's the American dream. First one is... Uh, a girl trying to do a little uh, selfie or a TikTok oh. on the railing. In a thong. All right. Yeah. She's in a thong, a purple thong. I don't think it's Kim Petras. It looks a little like that. Yep. Gets a little assistance up on the rail. Gets her, her bare ass up on the rail now in her little bikini and her green knee sure she's promoting. It's uncomfortable because it must be a cold pull. On the side. Get on the side there. Oh, oh no. She's going not going Oh, that's the most violent four-foot drop I've ever seen. Oh, my God. And nothing about it sexy. I don't know how she managed to unsexy that. Her ass is up. She lands in between a curb and the ground. I got a body hitting the ground. is great. How uncoordinated is this girl? Oh, man. She's out cold, too. That's fantastic. Oh, that's great. Got a girl on a motorcycle in the next one. Is this all uh, girls getting hurt? Um, Yeah, there's a couple. Right, the, the next two are, for right. sure. Motorcycle girl. Yep. The garage doesn't Oh, so she's going right towards the garage. Oh! oh! <laughs> she rides up the side. She parkours with the motorcycle and loses. Oh, the bike landed on her, too. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the bike walked <laughs> back. What is she doing? Oh, that last little... Next one's from U-Fest. Oh, good. Last night. They're cleaning up, getting the... The uh, port joint. Yep. One's on a trailer. Opens oh, no. the door. Oh, 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 oh Drunk was still oh, oh. in there. Oh, and it's a girl with her pants off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she got her underwear back up and went to sleep. <laughs> and landed on the hitch, oh, too. Look at broken that. ribs. That's some cracked ribs, sir. <laughs> she didn't feel a thing, boys. Oh, yeah, she's on the hitch. They're trying to tug that thing out of there. The guy doing that's like, this one's heavier than normal. There's been a lot of poop in here. The last one is the follow-up of that story about the dog getting the gator. I, oh, okay. I, I oh, yeah. sent it to Toledo. This is the picture. This is the actual cocker spaniel. See him coming up I see the there? gator. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, man. Right by the snout. Yikes. Oh, he's in. Oh, no. This is awful. Let it go, you He s- did. He did. And, and then the dog's like, there. Whoa. He's, oh, my God. Whoops. What in the world was that? Yeah, you just don't hang out in that. I just, you move. I don't, there's no job good enough for me to live that close to him. Look at him. You can see him. And the dog sees him. Like, what's that? And the uh, dog's uh, okay. Yeah, that's what you say. The dog needs a psychiatrist. He's never yeah, going to look down again. He doesn't forget. Dogs don't forget. <laughs> Body they're, remembers. They're taking them on a little vacation to Komodo Island. <laughs> Why not? The kid needs a break. We're going to take him to that T-Rex farm, and then uh, he'll be fine. Sugar, kisses, come here. Oh, little kisses got a scar.
Your dog seems a little twitchy. Man, well, he had an incident. Who's got smoochies? I want face-to-face love. Yeah, he's never going to lick anybody again. He's just biting everybody. Poor little guy. Anything from you? Uh, I got a couple that Crandall sent, but I haven't went through them. Oh, we're not so looking. I, just I, I, in I'll, case. Yeah. I'll save them for tomorrow. Yeah, Crandall scares me. Uh, all right, there you go. There's your Brady Report. Brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.